Welcome to an enlightening podcast from IslamPodcasts.com. We encourage our listeners to please comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please remind your family and friends to also visit IslamPodcasts.com for engaging discussions on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, Sirah, and much more. إن الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا وسيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فهو المهتد ومن يضلل فلن تجد له وليا مرشدا وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له له الملك وله الحمد يحيي ويميت وهو على كل شيء قدير وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله أدى الأمانة وبلغ الرسالة ونصح الأمة فتركها على المحجة البيضاء ليلها كنهارها لا يزيغ عنها إلا هالك عباد الله أوصيكم ونفسي بلزوم أمر الله ولزوم طاعته فمن عمل بوصيتي فلنفسه ومن أساء فعليها وما ربك مضلام للعبيد أما بعد Dear brothers and sisters in Islam السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته الله سبحانه وتعالى in the Quran told us about the story of Musa alayhi salam with Al-Khudr. A story where Musa alayhi salam is a prophet and Khudr is a man who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave him knowledge. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told Musa alayhi salam because Musa alayhi salam thought he has more knowledge. He's knowledgeable. So Allah told him to go to that man, meet him, and seek knowledge from there. He is more knowledgeable. And the incidents that happening there, when they met, it caught my attention into some of the slogans and the responses that we see these days from the Muslims all over the world. So I want to touch a little bit on these incidents. See how Musa alayhi salam, who is a prophet of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, who is a prophet of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, responded to these events. And how in Islam, in Islam, the concept of al-amr al-ma'ruf wa-nahi al-munkar, enjoying good and forbidding evil, is one of the pillars of our deen, of our iman. Even to the fuqaha, the fuqaha where they mentioned that al-amr al-ma'ruf wa-nahi al-munkar is one of the pillars of iman. So let me touch on the story first. Musa alayhi salam walks with al-Khidr and he tells him, I will go with you. I will join you. So they will go, the first thing, they get in a boat and they get transported from one place to another. And when they get in the shore, al-Khidr goes and makes a hole in the boat. He makes a hole in the boat. To Musa alayhi salam, according to what he knows is good according to his concept about life, according to what he has as a reference of action, this is not a good action. From his point of view, from the view of life that he has, that this action is not a good action for someone who transported you and helped you to go and make a hole in a ship, in his ship, in his boat. That's not a good 
That's not good. Then he complains to Al-Khadr. Al-Khadr told him, didn't I tell you, we had an agreement in the beginning, that you might not be patient with me and you have to be patient. Because I will do things that according to, this is explanation later, I will be doing things according to your knowledge doesn't make sense. But this is what Allah commanded me. This is the knowledge that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave me. You don't know about it. So you don't know what's my inside of me. You don't know my intention. That's one incident. Digging, making a hole in a boat of people who transported you. But there was a wisdom behind it. And if you go and read the story in the Quran, you will read the, you will understand what the wisdom. Then, they go to a village. And Al-Khadr goes and kills Ghulam. Kills a young boy. According to the standards of anyone. According to the way life of anyone. This is wrong. Did Musa alayhi salam just saw this and did not do anything? And he said, what you did is cool and good. Okay, let's move on. He told him, لَقَدْ جِئْتَ شَيْئًا نُكْرَى That you have done something horrible. It's a horrible action to go and kill a young boy by any standard. That's why Musa was looking at things from, he's a messenger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He's thinking as a messenger. From Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, according to what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has revealed to them, to him, this action is wrong. He did not stay silent. He told him, what you did is wrong and is not acceptable. And Al-Khadr told him, I told you, you're not going to be patient with me. I told you. Then they continue on the journey. Go and read the story. And you will understand the wisdom behind all the actions that Al-Khadr did. That knowledge Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave it to Al-Khadr that was not given to Musa alayhi salam. And that knowledge is given by Allah to Al-Khadr. So it's not his intention, out of his intention he's doing it. No, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commanded him to do these actions. But Musa alayhi salam, that's my point. Musa alayhi salam, when he, when he saw something contradicts in what he believes in and what he knows is the haqq he stood up and he spoke against it this is a horrible action that's what he was telling him and he knew from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala this man is knowledgeable because Allah told him he knew but still he said this is a horrible action that's Musa alayhi salam the story of Musa alayhi salam in our deen the deen of Islam. Enjoying good and forbidding evil is one of the pillars in the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Many ayat, many hadith that talks about enjoying the good and forbidding the evil. But which good and which evil? Is it the good that we see ourselves as good? And the evil that we see ourselves as evil? Or it's what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala defines as good and as evil. The command to do, to do al-amr ma'ruf al-nahi al-munkar comes from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 
So what's good and what's bad comes from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What Allah permitted and asked us to do is the good. What he prohibited on us is the bad. So when we see something that's bad, something that's wrong, Allah, not anyone else, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commanded us to go and take an action against that. And you all know the hadith, Whoever sees a munkar, a wrongdoing, you just stop it by his hand, if he's capable, if he's able. And if he cannot, then by his tongue. And if he cannot, by his heart, and that's the least level. And there are many conditions and constraints when it comes to using the hand. I'm not going to get into details. We can talk about it after the khutbah. But the concept itself, to go and stand up for anything that's wrong, that's wrong that you see, it's a command from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's not something that we, the, 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 or the fuqaha came up with. No, it's filled in the Quran and in the Sunnah and in the Hadith of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Even in the Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talks about that Bani Israel, they were cursed at the tongue of their prophets because of what? Because they were not forbidding evil. They will see bad things, they will see evil happening and action, bad actions, and they don't do anything about it. They don't go and advise each other that this is wrong and we have to stop it. They did not. Allah in the Quran tell, tells, us, tells us that those people were cursed at the tongue of their prophets. So leaving the evil, leaving wrong actions happening in the society without talking about it, in the eyes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, this is cursed. This is not right. This is not acceptable. So that's it when it comes to Al-Amr Maruf and Nahi Al-Munkar. Now when it comes to us individuals, it's an obligation on us to do Al-Amr Maruf and Nahi Al-Munkar. But also, the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam tells us in a hadith that when we're dealing with each other, because the one who sees the wrongdoing of another Muslim is another brother or another sister. It's not someone who is out of this world, no, it's someone who is living with him in the same community, in the same neighborhood, in the same street, in the same college. He lives with him and he sees him doing wrong. When the Prophet ﷺ tells us in a hadith, Al-mu'minu mir'ata akhih. Al-mu'minu mir'ata akhih. The believer is the mirror of his brother. And then the hadith continues. Al-mu'minu akhu al-mu'min so the believer is a mirror to his brother. He protects him against loss and defends him behind his back. What's the mirror? So your brother or your sister is your mirror. The mirror shows you the good and bad. The mirror doesn't go and hide the bad. When you look at the mirror, if there is a cut, you will see it in your face. If there is anything in your, in your body, you will see it. It's clear. The mirror doesn't hide anything. The Prophet wasallam is telling us, المؤمن مرآت أخيه. What does it mean? When المؤمن is مرآت أخيه, is the mirror. That he, when he sees him seeing, doing good, MashaAllah, you're doing good. This is very good. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. 
You need to continue doing this. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is pleased with you. And when he sees him doing something wrong, he need to go and advise him. Advise him. Because that's what the mirror will tell you. Okay, brother, sister, you have done something that's not right. Something that's not correct. Something against what pleases Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This displeases Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's a responsibility. That's what the mirror will do. And when the mirror, you don't have, you don't have the, 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 a way of going and hiding or running away from what the mirror is going to tell you. Because it's giving you a fact. And this fact is about actions that we do. These actions that we do, and when these are wrong actions, and Muslims coming to us and telling us, hey, brother, you have done this action. In Islam, this action is not allowed. In Islam, this action leads. leads. It's a sin. And that sin leads, leads to Jahannam. I'm not telling you that you're going to Jahannam. But I'm telling you this is a sin. If you continue in that, it's going to go leads to Jahannam. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says this and this and this. And this is not allowed in the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And out of I'm being your brother or I'm out of being your sister, I'm telling you and advising you. This is a responsibility. But when the response is, don't judge me, when the response is, don't judge me, then listen to the hadith of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, إِنَّ أَحَبَّ الْكَلَامِ إِلَى اللَّهِ أَنْ يَقُولَ الْعَبْدُ سُبْحَانَكَ اللَّهُمَّ وَبِحَمْدِكَ وتبارك اسمك وتعالى جدك ولا إله غيرك وإن أبغض الكلام إلى الله أن يقول الرجل للرجل اتق الله فيقول عليك نفسك The best of the words The most beloved statements to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is for a servant to say Glory to you O Allah and your praises Blessed is your name, exalted is your majesty and there is no God besides you The most hateful the most hateful statement to Allah is for a man to say to another man, fear Allah. And then he says to him, mind yourself. Don't judge me. I have a good intention. My intention is this. My intention is that. You don't, you're not in my heart. You don't know what I'm thinking of. Allah doesn't like that. This is one of the things that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala hates when someone comes and telling you, fear Allah. And by the way, fear Allah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commanded the Prophet in the Quran to fear Allah. So it's not something that's bad when someone coming and telling you, coming and telling you fear Allah. Allah told the Prophet Allah, fear Allah. Who we are compared to the Prophet so we don't accept it. عباد الله أقول قولي هذا واستغفر الله لي ولكم فيفوز المستغفر المستغفر الله الحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله So dear brothers and sisters This issue of Don't judge me In Islam, when you think about it and you start looking at the hadith that talks and the ayat that talks about enjoying good and forbidding evil, 
what it says, ignore what Allah has said about forbidding evil. Don't do that. Don't listen to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because what does it mean to go and forbid evil? Isn't it just to go and speak about when you see something wrong and you, you go and talk about it and you speak about it? Now the style how to, definitely it has to be in the right and the correct way. Allah is telling Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, فَبِمَا رَحْمَةٍ مِّن رَبِّكَ لِنْتَ لَهُمْ وَلَوْ كُنْتَ فَضًّا غَلِيدًا قَلْبِ لَمْ فَضُّ مِنْ حَوْلِكَ It's by the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that you are, that you have soft-hearted to them. And if you were tough on them, they will leave you. And this is the Prophet and the Sahaba. So when it comes to us advising each other, when someone is doing a sin, and we advise someone who is doing a sin, that, that's in the public. In the private, you have no idea, you don't know about it. So you advise about the public, whether it's a person, whether it's an organization, whether it's a government, whatever it is. Anyone who's doing haram, it's the responsibility to go and advise. But there is a style of advising, a way where you are not harsh, a way where you explain, but you explain once, and the other side have to accept it. Because if he doesn't accept the criticism, but we accept it, by the way, in work. I've been working in the corporate America for 30 years. One of the things that they teach you is that you have to accept the negative criticism because this is how you improve. And you don't get mad and angry and you tell them, don't judge me, I don't know how to write a C++ code. I don't know how to use object-oriented program. Don't judge me on this. No, you take it and you improve. But when it comes to Islam and when it comes to our daily life and relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, our response should be, yes, jazakallah khair. You showed me something that I was doing wrong. And after he proved to you from the Quran and the Sunnah and the Dalil, whatever that it's wrong, but the reaction should not be, no, don't judge me. Don't judge me, it's gonna cancel enjoying good and the forbidden evil. It will stop us from doing something that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala repeated many times in the Quran and in the Sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu And this coming from the secular way of life, this coming from the freedom, say I'm free to do whatever I want. Who are you to come and judge me? Umar bin Khattab radiyallahu anhu, and I'm sure all of you know, might know this story. He said, at the time of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the wahi was coming and telling us what's, what's in the hearts of the people, was telling the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam what's in the hearts of the people. Now there is no wahi coming. We will judge based on actions. And judgment here, not just to label someone he's going to Jahannam, or he's a sinner, the judgment here, hey, I'm seeing someone doing an action that contradicts what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has commanded us to do. I will go and advise him. That's the judgment. You judge because you want to go and advise. It's not to judge, to go and spread it. That, oh, this person is doing this or this girl is doing that. That's not allowed in our deen. That's not allowed. What's allowed is to go and advise. So the intention the intention, it's between you and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The people don't know that intention. One time I was giving khutbah in my company. We had about 120 people in the, in, the, in the salah. I was talking about a topic of the riba. And then I got into the uh, checking accounts and the, the, uh, the savings account with interest bearing. That's haram. That's haram. After the khutbah, a brother came, came and told me. But 
my intention of having the, 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 the interest-bearing account is to take the interest, to take the interest, and I'm telling you a real story that happens to me. Happened to me. I'll take the interest and I will give it to a sister so she doesn't sell herself. Subhanallah. You're dealing with riba and continuing the riba. It's a good intention to go and save someone, whether from poverty, whatever it is. It's a good intention. But you're putting yourself in a war with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by continuously taking riba and dealing with riba. That's the intention. That's your intention. Allah knows it. Allah doesn't accept it. Inna Allah tayyibun la yuhibbu la tayyib. Allah is good and he only likes good. So do the good to accept it. So if your intention is good, find the good way to go and do it. عباد الله إن الله أمركم بأمر امتداه بنفسه وثنى عليه الملائكته فقال إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم وبارك اللهم على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم في العالمين إنك حميد مجيد اللهم انصر المسلمين بالإسلام وأعز المسلمين بالإسلام واخذ المشركين أعداءك وأعداء الدين إنهم لا يعجزونك اللهم اغفر لنا وارحمنا وتب علينا يا رب العالمين اللهم اغفر لوالدينا ولوالدي والدينا ولكل من له حق علينا يا رب العالمين وآخر دعوانا أن الحمد لله رب العالمين وأقم الصلاة Thank you for listening to this podcast Podcasts on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran tafsir, and seerah are available at islampodcasts.com as well as on iTunes. Rate, review, and comment, and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please subscribe, share, and tell a friend about IslamPodcast.com.